You're listening to another AmbitiousEntrepreneurNetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast, the podcast to help you grow a successful business. Whether you're a coach, a consultant, a trainer, or a passionate business owner who wants to take your business to the next level, this is episode 81. My name's Anne-Marie Cross, and I'm here with my co-host, Jennifer Sparkle Johnson. Are you struggling to get new clients? Perhaps you're not sure how to communicate in a way that gets prospects excited to work with you. Or no matter how hard you work, you just can't break through to the next level of income. And whether you're just starting up your your practice or maybe you've been in business for a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. Jennifer and I are going to teach you the right strategies around money, around sales, marketing, money mindset, all of that good stuff so that you can stand out in the crowd, get new clients who pay you what you're worth so you can finally grow a successful profitable business let's get started welcome back to another show we're really thrilled to be here with you today now as business owners we're obviously juggling a myriad of tasks on our to-do list and it can often seem like a never-ending uphill battle. No sooner have you crossed off one item, guess what, another two items or even more, replace it. And no matter how hard you work, the dream of finally being in control of your schedule rather than your schedule being in control of you, it seems like impossible to achieve. Now hopefully you can relate to that. I know Jennifer and I can certainly relate to that over the years. Now on today's show, we're going to share five ways, five ways that you could be creating bottlenecks in your business, as well as what you need to do instead so that you can stop stunting your business's growth because these bottlenecks will stunt your growth. And of course, that's coming up in our Words of Wisdom segment. But before we dive into our Words of Wisdom segment, Jennifer has got an announcement she wants to share with everyone. I do, I do, I do. I am so excited to share that if you're listening to this and it is July of 2015, guess what? Anne-Marie is coming to the States. Yay! Yay. She's coming over to the States to be with me. And we are hosting everything from roundtables and masterminds to private VIP days and retreats. Uh, Super excited to have her in the States with me. And what is so super cool as well is that we're hearing back from our community and some of our private clients how excited they are to have us both live and in person together. If you're interested in having us support you, simple steps to take. Merely take that first step, which is to send an email, and that would be to support at powerof3p.com. Again, that's support at powerof3p.com, and that's the number three, P as in podcast. So if that's something you're interested in, absolutely send us an email and let's have a conversation. And of course, if you're not listening to this in July of 2015, or you're not in Arizona or planning a trip to Arizona in July, no worries. You can go ahead and send us an email anyway, because we do support people together virtually. And here's today's tip of the week. Oh, this tip is so good. Remember this, as a leader of your business, Remember that how you speak and treat your team is a huge factor of their productivity and the bottom line results for you. Today's words of wisdom is all about, are you the bottleneck of your business? 
As business owners, juggling so many tasks on our to-do list can often seem like a never-ending uphill battle, right, Amory? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, man. No sooner than you've crossed up one item, another two, three, or four replace it. And no matter how, quote-unquote, hard you work, the dream of finally being in control of your schedule rather than your schedule being in control of you seems impossible to achieve. Can anyone relate out there who's mm-hmm. listening? Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> right? You know, a number of our VIP clients certainly can and have, and they have come to us to help them support them in this challenge. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to bring this to you today. In fact, we've actually identified, as Anne-Marie said earlier, five different areas that can cause bottlenecks in your business. So let's dive in. Mm -hmm. The first one is not having systems in place. Now, for Jennifer and I, we are both system gals. We love having systems. Yet it's a reminder for us always to check in. Is there something that we're doing that can be developed into a system? Here's why. What can often happen is your tasks can take much, much longer to do. Or there could be some steps that are neglected. You know, if you press a button, if you're working on your website or whatever it might be, and you realize, oh my goodness, I've forgotten to do one key thing. That could make a huge, huge difference in your business if you don't have that system, if you don't have that checklist. Remember one example was when I received an email from someone and it had dear first name. Now, obviously they hadn't checked to make sure that they'd set up the email correctly there's a system that needed to be implemented in in place. So you don't want to neglect things. You don't want to complete things ineffectively. It really can um, impact negatively on your productivity and, of course, the results that you're generating. Something else that can often happen when not having systems in place is that tasks can get done twice. And I know of an example where a company didn't have a system in place to check off that they'd paid accounts. So what did they do? They ended up paying an invoice twice. Now, this was a 30 $5,000 invoice. That is not a small amount of money. So imagine if you don't have a payment system in place to check off and let your team know if you're doing it yourself, hey, I've paid this bill. You don't want to pay it twice. So thankfully, they had an honest supplier who returned the check and said, thank you very much. This has already been paid. Please, please start getting systems in place in your business so that you can streamline. You may be able to automate things so that you don't need to do things twice. A great way to to start this is to notice the repeatable steps that you do, repeatable steps that you do over and over in in order to perform a certain task. What do you do? Get those steps down on paper, create that system. Once you've got that down on paper, you can then, you've got a checklist, you know exactly what needs to be done. One, two, three, you can then look at it. Okay, am I doing something that maybe I don't necessarily need to do? Can I speed up something? Can the system be automated? And can I maybe get someone else now to handle the system? because now that it is documented, it now is structured, it now is streamlined. Systems are so important and that is uh, the first step we want you to be aware of. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Now let's look at number two. Number two is just as important and that is not having a structure and a schedule in your day. Oh my goodness. What can happen is without a structure or some type of formal schedule to follow, oftentimes your day will turn into putting out fires and not working on the most important things in your business. It literally is about being very reactive and you oftentimes will feel like you're just going in circles. That's without a structure. Now, let's think about with a structure. Oh man, your day is far more productive. It's definitely more proactive and you just get things done and feel so much better about yourself and your business. Some steps to think about and include batch your work. 
Now, what we mean by batching your work is when you take like item activities and do them in the same area. So you may block out an hour or three hours of, of a window and you batch like with like. So for example, if you're a coach, you may batch your coaching calls in a uh, window of a certain time frame. If you are doing follow-up calls, if you're in sales, right, you want to batch your follow-up calls. The reason this happens is it keeps the energy and the flow in momentum. So for example, let's just say you're doing sales, right? Well, if you're out and about in the field or out in the community uh, and traveling around, well, then you're out and about away from quote unquote, maybe where you sit at your desk doing phone calls, right? Follow-ups. And then you come back and you do more follow-ups and then, oh wait, now you have another meeting and then back and forth. It's not a good way to be productive because if you were to sit and simply do follow-up call after follow-up call, you're in that rhythm. So that's what we're talking when we're talking about batching your work. The next thing to consider is doing the most important things for you when you can be concentrated, focused when you're at your best. Oh my goodness, this one's huge. And I, I have to remind myself all the time to make sure and do those things for me because I'm at my best in the morning. So I want to make sure and do those really important, concentrated, focused things early in the morning for me. And that is simply recognizing that's the best of the time of the day for me. So that's when I want to get things handled. So for me to try and do um, really thought-provoking uh, activities or um, any type of coaching late at night, forget about it. And again, that's just me. You may be exactly the flip side. You may be not so good in the morning and fabulous at night. You know your body best, so make sure you get clear on that. The next thing we want you to think about, blocking out time in your planner, in your diary for specific tasks that are crucial for your business because otherwise they will often never get done and you end up working on busyness tasks that are not the best use of your time. They are not income generating and they usually end up having you experience depletion, frustration, and burnout. And it's just not good. Mm, what a great reminder for all of us. Thank you. So let's have a look at the third way that you could be a bottleneck in your business. And this is not having clear boundaries in place. And then that has a second part, not sticking to the clear boundaries. So what do we mean about boundaries? Well, these are really like rules. There are things that you have in place to support your energy, to ensure that you are always working at your best, to ensure you give yourself the time and space to step forward as that purposeful leader in your business. Now, some of the common things that will often show up with, with Jennifer and our clients, and we've also experienced this in our own business. So we certainly um, are very aware of these things that are happening. And this has been at the beck and call of demanding clients. Now, I know as heart-centered solopreneurs and, and, and often service-based business providers, so we're providing our expertise, our time. We want to be the best, don't we? We want to support our clients in the best way possible. We want to nurture and support them. Yet, if we are dropping what we are working on just to um, handle a problem from a client, and often the demanding clients are is that reactive? Oh, this is, there's a problem here. There's a challenge. I need your help quickly. Now, if we are finding that we are at the beck and call of these clients, this is going to drain our energy and it's certainly going to become a bottleneck. Please be mindful of your time. Now, speaking of time, another area that we often see is, is a boundary that is a, a, a 
you know, a leaky boundary is when we go over time in our appointments with the clients that we've set. Now, not just once or twice, or we know what, what can happen. You're working on something and it's taking a little bit more time and you want that client to have completion. That is fine. What we're talking about is if you're consistently going over time in your appointments because you feel obligated and you feel obligated to do that because this is the way that you continue to provide value, only offering and extending so much more of your time. This really is a mindset thing and we want you to do a check-in and what is it about you providing the best quality service and support in the time that you allotted? What's going on there? This can be an incredible leak, a boundary that is leaky for your business and and you're going to drain your energy and guess what? you are going to probably attract the type of clients who are demanding and who are not valuing your time, not valuing your expertise. And that is not what you want. So again, have clear boundaries. You know what boundaries that uh, you need to have in place in in your business and you know which boundaries are a little bit leaky. So we encourage you to, to plug up those leaks and have those clear boundaries in place to support you so you can step into your business as that purposeful leader. Absolutely. Boundaries are so important. Mm -hmm. And as you just said, oh my goodness, you know, I think everyone has experienced, I know I did way back when, those clients that are absolutely going to push those boundaries every time. And what you get to remember is if you start to have leaky boundaries, they're going to expect that that's going to become the new normal. Mm -hmm. So make sure, make sure and get this one cleaned up quick. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Now let's talk about number four. Number four is about not being clear on what your strengths and weaknesses are. You know, when we're talking about this, this is when oftentimes um, it ends up that working on tasks that drain your energy, when that's happening, it does. It just totally sucks the energy out of you. And instead, we want to make sure that you're focusing on tasks that empower and motivate you. This might sound super simple, but boy, oh boy, is it important. So you really want to get clear on what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses. You know, if you are focusing on handling things that are your weaknesses, you know yourself best and it might take you a really long time and lots of stress and headaches to handle what could be to someone else a very simple task. So be really honest with yourself. What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? And I love that Anne-Marie is actually, um, she actually teaches and uh, works with the DISC behavior profile to actually understand people's best workplace asset. Absolutely. I love the way that you, you shared that, Jennifer, because we all do have strengths. It's areas that come naturally to us. And then there are areas where when we call them weaknesses, they don't, they're not so prevalent. So in other words, we need to over adapt our strengths and, and our weaknesses in, in, in order to, to perform a task. Now, what happens is if we are over adapting and, and we're finding that we're having to spend too much time and working on key tasks that, that require us to use areas that we're not so strong in and we don't really enjoy doing, it's going to cause stress. It's going to cause anxiety. And when you feel stressed and you feel anxious as a leader in your business, um, you, you need to check in with your team if you've got team already and we hope you do because they're probably feeling that stress and that anxiety too. So yeah, I love that this behavioral report that we use, Jennifer, because we can at an instant see if someone is showing up stressed, the areas that it'll be showing up in their, in their business and of course what to do in, instead. So if you're feeling stressed, 
check in. What what activity am I doing? What task am I doing? Am I playing to my strengths or am I, you, you know, demanding an area which is just not an area that I want to, to spend time on? For instance, let's give them an example. For me, going out and networking and socializing, whilst I love doing that, if I had to do that day in and day out, I would absolutely be drained. But you, Jennifer, this is playing to your strengths and you would absolutely love it, yeah? Absolutely love it. <laughs> that's what's fun for me. And that's kind yeah. of exactly what you're saying. Mm. Pick what's best for you. You have fun or you enjoy doing because when you do it, you shine and that comes through. Yes. Now, if I had to, on the other hand, do some of the things that you enjoy doing, oh my goodness, it would just <laughs> give me a headache and I would get so frustrated. And that's what's fabulous is know what you're good at and what you enjoy and your strengths and be honest and know what you're not. So Anne-Marie, Oh my goodness. She's like, she's so amazing at all the technology pieces. There's no way I have any of that wisdom like she does. So I am thrilled when she handles that. And just like vice versa, she's thrilled when I go out and Mm -hmm. um, create those relationships and have fun being in person with people. Yeah, absolutely. Now this really for kind of, um, I guess is, is relevant to the next point too. And we wanted, we've already kind of alluded to it and this is not having a team to support you and feeling that you need to do everything yourself. We wanted to have this as a standalone point because we know many of you are still struggling with this. We did for, for many, many years. And so this is something that you really need to be mindful of and take action on to turn it around. Because if you are still doing everything yourself from the admin to getting out there and socializing to doing all of the back-end stuff and all the technology stuff everything you are going to burn yourself out and you are going to be the biggest obstacle and biggest uh, you know block in your business you don't want to be that bottleneck don't try and do everything yourself. So very important. So we've got a really great exercise that we want to share with you so that you can start to honestly look at everything that you're doing and start to plan on outsourcing some stuff. Because sometimes you get stuck on, okay, so what do I, what, what is the best use of my time and what should I be outsourcing? We know that that's often a question we get asked. So the first step, let me share that. And then Jennifer's going to share the second part of this exercise. But the first step is for you to go and list every single thing that you are currently doing in your business, right through from filing, answering telephones, coaching with clients, consulting with clients, whatever it is, get it all down on a piece of paper and answer this honestly. Well, I love what you said about um, really knowing and understanding what you are so good at, because what can happen is when we won't release some of those um, tasks or activities or components of our business, you know, because we always talk about mindset, don't we? Mm-hmm. Very important. Yeah, and this this can be a perfectionist issue. And if you are stuck in that perfectionist of I can't let this go because I can't let someone else handle it, you know, that really is a great place to to have a mindset shift for you. So we just wanted to make sure and remind you of that too, because that is that is so important. So once you've made that list of everything, right, and right out everything. Now what we want you to do is look at what we call the levels. Level one. Level one is the tasks that require your expertise and you to show up in it. For example, a speaking engagement where people are wanting to hear you speak, right? You can't just have someone else show up for you in your place. Not the same effect, not what people are looking for. Or it could be proposals. Or for example, um, with us, I love going out and having the curious conversations and closing the sale. I enjoy that. It's fun for me. That would be something that's considered a level one. Level two. Level two are the tasks that require your expertise that someone else with the same level of expertise can do instead. 
So a great example of that could be for um, anyone who is going out and networking and building those relationships and uh, hearing where the struggle is for someone, right? Uh, how your business can help them. They might be able to go do that because they have that same level of expertise of listening and understanding the client's pain. Yet, that's where it stops and you would still be the closer. You would still be that level one person and that's fine. So level two is all about your expertise that someone else can handle. Okay. Now let's think about level three. You know, level three really is the tasks that can be done by someone else. Oh my goodness. This is huge. Whether you are looking at level one, level two, or level three, of course they're all important, but oftentimes we get stuck on releasing level threes because we oftentimes want to hang on and do so much by ourselves. But really when you can allow those tasks to be handled and done by someone else, so many things are going to change for you. We, we see it all the time when we walk through this with our clients and you know, it's almost like an instant relief once you uh, give yourself permission, if you will, to allow these things to be handled by someone else, because now you're not so busy on level two and level three, and you can really focus on level one. And that actually is your next step. Get all the tasks in level two and level three outsourced as soon as possible so you can concentrate on level one tasks, period. Mm-hmm. It is time for you to be that rock star and level one all the way. Yeah, absolutely. And for some of you who are listening today, this may be something that really does push some of your boundaries. It's kind of like, I can't do that. And we've been there. We've done that. But I tell you what, it's such a an energy release and energizing when you no longer have to do a lot or any of those level three tasks. So let's just look briefly at what those could be. It could be very important tasks in your business so that they need to be done, but they're tasks that, as Jennifer said, can be handled by someone else with another level of expertise. So admin or other activities that you don't necessarily need to show up to do. So you need to be honest. You really do need to be honest because continuing to spend time working on level three tasks as we said earlier you can become burned out you can spread yourself too thin and those level three tasks are not really the best and highest use of your time and your expertise and you don't want to be so stretched you know stretched so thin that with the level one tasks that you need to be focusing on when you show up you're not being purposeful you're not being as best as possible in those tasks because you need to also leave time for you to recharge and energize your batteries so time to refresh what actually take time off and just have nothing to do (laughs) that that I mean for many of us that's a wake-up call too but you know what the choice is yours so you can continue to ignore like Jennifer and I both have we've we've been there done that so we are right with you here to support you so you can either choose to ignore and or make excuses we've done those too and remain the bottleneck in your business or you can make a commitment from this day forward to finally get some key systems and processes in place as well as some key team members to support you so that you can continue to work on level one tasks, which you know are going to be the best and highest use of your time. So Jennifer and I want to ask you this question. What's your choice going to be? What is it going to be? And we hope that as purposeful leaders in your business who do want to make an impact in the world and of course on your business's productivity and profitability, we hope that you will do this exercise today 
and commit to just working on level one tasks and having a great team to support you so that uh, your business can continue to grow, make an impact out in the world in the lives of the clients who you want to serve and support. Exactly. And as we always say, you are your business. And I can remember years ago when I heard this wonderful story for someone who was a single mom going to school, running her business. Uh, busy person, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> and what And what she did is she applied some of these principles. And for her specifically, it was important for her to feel like her family was still cared for, right? Mm-hmm. Her children. Yeah. So the same concept, she took what we call the level threes and she hired someone literally to pick up her dry cleaning that she needed for her her work, but literally to also handle the laundry. Mm. So for her, that task was something she could let go of. She knew it could be handled. She knew it wasn't the best use of her time. And that way she still felt whole and complete that her children were taken care of with clean clothes because that was important to her. So whether this is to be used in your business or in your life, it's it's all relevant, it all matters, and it's all relative because you are your business. inspirational message to leave you with is today's decisions and actions create tomorrow's results. Oh man, that goes so in alignment with everything we've been sharing. Think about the decisions and actions that you're going to do today and enjoy and reap those benefits and results tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. So very important. So for the next, say, 48 hours, we want you to implement the exercise that we did, start to categorize level one, level two, level three, and allow that team to step forward to support you in the level two and certainly in the level three tasks. Hey, guys, it's been an absolute honor and pleasure for us to spend the last 30 or so minutes with you. If this is the first time that you are joining us, oh, my goodness, we hope that you'll come back next week so we can have another inspiring and empowering message for you. Go ahead and subscribe to our iTunes channel, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP iTunes. While you're there, we would love for you to rate the show, leave a comment. What that does is it helps us get our message out to as many other inspired, purposeful leaders in their business. Anyway, that's another end to another great show. Jennifer, it's been a pleasure as always. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.